You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to The Therapy as a Christian podcast. I am... So excited to be back in front of the microphone with you all today. I'm recording, having had to record an episode and gotten it out to you on Sunday. So I'm crossing my fingers that I hope that this episode 
blesses you and gets out to you. Um, I am in my new space. So for those that aren't following me on Instagram, which you should be, um, I recently moved some furniture out of my spare bedroom in our house. And y'all, to have a designated space that's quiet, that I can read, that I can record, that's, I've been recording for the last six months in my bedroom. I spend time with God downstairs at my kitchen table. I'm just all over the house. And so I'm super excited to have a place where I can close the door, be quiet in the morning, not wake my husband up, not be um, worrying about if I'm taking up the bedroom while he wants to go to sleep, just having a space that when I'm inspired, I can come into. So I am really excited about this. So I am coming to you after work, actually, this is really random in recording because normally I never record after work um, to just share a message that I've, I've been working. I worked on the notes this morning. And so really quickly, again, y'all know I do my little housekeeping. Um, make sure you take the survey, sis. I know I told you on the last episode that I need your information, sis, because I am actually going to take those, um, the things that you all tell me to the father and ask him to help me craft some, um, episodes, get some more interviews for all these topics. I've gotten some really good topics. I'm going to actually read out some of the things that some of the people who have taken the survey, I'm super thankful to y'all that have, that taken the survey. And so we got some things coming down the pipe, sis. And also, this just puts a little bit of fire under my butt to, I just said butt, anyway, a little fire up under me to be a lot more mindful about who's listening to the podcast, what y'all want to hear about. So I'm going to just give some topics. So one of the questions is currently, what do you find your biggest struggles are? And a lot of people talked about relationships, romantic relationships. Some people talked about depression and anxiety feeling lonely, shame, which I'm really excited that y'all are understanding shame more, but I won't get into a tangent. Um, Letting people in, dating, fear, depression. So I am going to just try to provide some more feedback um, on those topics and be more mindful that when I'm recording to kind of touch on those things really for you all. But if you are a listener you should take this survey. It's very quick. Take you a couple of minutes, less than five. You can do it on your phone. The link will be below. Secondly, if you are in therapy and or just starting, make sure you get a copy of the Therapy Reflection Journal. I don't just share this journal because I'm the author. I share it because it is an amazing tool for you to have in therapy. Even if your therapist is not Christian, You can take the notes and the things you gather from your sessions into your quiet time with God. And I even wanted to preface that when you get this information in sessions, if you're talking about family relationships or whatever you're discussing, take these things to God and ask him to start revealing to you things that you can study in the word um, about 
whatever you're going through, whether it be depression, pain, just anything, and allow the Holy Spirit to reveal some of these things to you. So I'm going to link how you can purchase that below. You can purchase off Amazon. I'll link all that below. The worship playlist is available to you as well. I've gotten to people who recently followed me on the worship playlist, and I'm really excited about that. Um, I'll try to add more songs. I'm really particular about songs, y'all. Usually, I kind of stick to what I know, but um, I'm going to um, push myself to like explore more worship music to add more songs on that playlist. And also, lastly, follow me on Instagram, sis. I am so excited because. Y'all, about two years ago, my Instagram, I accidentally deleted it. And um, when I deleted it, I was trying to deactivate it and I deleted my old Instagram. So I started fresh really sometime last year. I think it was I got back on or maybe two years ago. Um, So it's really been... A thing for me to be active on Instagram because I'm like, I don't have any followers. Nobody's following me. But it's really exciting because a lot of the people that have been following me on my podcast listeners and I love talking to y'all. Y'all like, I feel deep in my spirit, sis, that we are family. Like y'all are my sisters. Y'all know I call y'all sis all day long. So follow me on Instagram. My name is Rosalind Renee. Okay, I have spent seven minutes just talking about housekeeping. So let's get into the message. So I was spending time with God this morning and I know I told y'all in the last podcast um, that I went to this conference um, in DC a couple weeks ago. When I came back from the conference, God had, um, I had been kind of in this, this period of time, the last couple of months of just needing a rejuvenation with God. I think there are often times where we're like not really feeling it, especially if you've been a Christian your whole life. You get into these ebbs and flows with God where it's like you do your same thing with him or you don't do your same thing with him. Saying if you don't, you know, read your Bible or whatnot. But and if you if you don't read your Bible, like there's a point to all this. But you get into your ebbs and flows of the things that just kind of are routine. And so I was kind of feeling like God was calling me to get to know him deeper. Um, And I'm going to, and the reason I'm bringing this up is I really want to encourage you to do this. Um, This is going to be, I think I'm going to title this episode a part two to my untrue perception of God, because I've realized that And I know within the context of therapy and Christianity, there's not a lot of context or not a lot of people in the church that are talking about counseling and therapy in conjunction. There's this wave of mental health that's kind of been going on where people are talking about, you know, all these different type of ways to deal with your mental health. And I am all for those things, but I absolutely believe we have to invite Holy Spirit into this. Reason being is because if we allow God into every area of our lives, we can't just expect him to just be in the areas we choose. The deepest part of us is our soul, our spirit. And those things and things that we go through and the events we go through in our lives, we have feelings and emotions about them. 
Many of the things that God did was based on a thought that he just said out of his mouth and he did it. And our behaviors and actions and the things we experience in our lives all are tied to something that's going on with us mentally. And I feel like for us to believe and trust God and, you know, all these things that people say, like our perception of God is and can be flawed or untrue based off whatever pain we're experiencing. And so, um, which brings me to the point where when I came back from this conference, God had kind of been showing me I needed to start studying the names of God. And I've heard this thought process of the names of God. I'm a person who likes to study the word. Um, And in studying, I mean, I study verses, but I really, really study the words in the verse. I am a dictionary junkie. And so that is not the word I wanted to use. Okay, sis, I'm a dictionary junkie. And I really love to know the meanings of words. I think knowing the meanings of those of the words that you're studying in the Bible takes the context of what you're studying to a whole nother level. And so I started studying the names of God and I've literally only gotten through two names because my perspective has been with this study and there's like tons of names. I want to say, I don't even want to give y'all a number of how many names of God there are, but there are so many. And I think what God has shown me, what I wrote down was he wanted me to kind of just like know his character. I think we have this perceived perception of God many times based off of what we've experienced through other people. But do you really know God for yourself? Like, do you really understand who he is to you or is your perception of God based on what other people have done to you or other people that you have seemingly seen spiritually and just kind of copied what in your mind who God is based off how he's blessed them? Or to flip it, is your view of God warped where it's so negative because of people that who were seemingly spiritually who have hurt you? Because I think we rely so much on human perspective of who God is that we really lose the opportunity to get to know God for ourselves. And I tell y'all all the time, God would not press on me to do this podcast. And it's really not about me, but God wouldn't press on his children who really love him to share him if he never wanted his other children to know how much he cares for them. God just doesn't love me, y'all. He loves you the exact same. He is no respecter of person. I am not special and even more special than you. We are the same. He loves us equally. Now, I do believe that in order for you to experience the love of God, you're going to have to get to know him, which is why being in studying the word, getting to know him is important. So I'm going to challenge y'all to start studying the names of God. I'm going to link below the website that has a short, literally a short blurb on the names of God where that I'm studying, I'm literally, and I'm, if I hope I can get through this episode, I'm literally going to share two names, the two names I've only been able to go through because it's been so overwhelming for me. Like it took me one week to just chew on 
El Shaddai because it was so much that I was like overtaken by the character of God. And part of the reason why, again, I said, I do believe God wants me to study his character, but a part of it too is to have a different lens of how God is in a variety of ways. Like we can look at our moms to be our advice giver, our provider, our, um, she going to give it to you real, real, but she's also going to go off if somebody mess with you. Like we can look at our earthly parents if you have that kind of relationship, because I know everybody doesn't. If you had that kind of relationship, my mama is going to turn up if somebody mess with me. Like, let's just be period. And I'm about to be 29 in next month. And I'm about to call my mama sis. And my mama, <laughs> and my mama will turn up if somebody messes with me. Even to this day. To this day, sis. Okay. And so even knowing my earthly mother, how much more will the creator that knows me from like the back of his hand knows the end of my life, the beginning of my life would know me and how he would treat me. I hope I'm explaining that correctly. And so we have to shift our view of the father. It's so easy to blame God for whatever painful thing we've experienced. But when I really, I just posted something on Instagram today about I used to blame God and make it be like it's your fault that these things are happening but the truth of the matter is that we live in a fallen world and many times because we live in a fallen world we make decisions on things that in a in all actuality might be sinful like there are times where I may not sometimes operate in full integrity out of just making a decision really quickly. And later it has consequences that are going to hurt me. And I can't sit up here and say, oh, God, it's your fault. You shouldn't have let this happen when all the, re- the reality is, even if I try to do my best, sometimes I'm still going to fall short. I can't blame God because he's all knowing and all these things use him as a punching bag for my personal problems and my own personal vendetta to then just put blame on something because then I'm just operating in a place of resentment towards him I'm operating in a place of bitterness towards him and then it creates this wedge between me and him to where I'm sad and mad and pissed off because all the things in my life are not happening the right way and it's your fault like sis I have lots of credit card debt not because of the lord it's because I couldn't control my shopping But then I'm mad because I'm like, God, I got all this debt and I can't do nothing. And like reality of the conversation is that I really just spend all my money. And I'm giving a very person, like a very simple example. I know that there are things that you have probably gone through family issues and relationship issues and just having had gone through all this stuff. It's easy to blame God. But I want to charge you with today is knowing God's character If you don't know his character, you'll think that he's just against you when he's not. And so I'm going to quickly just let you know, we don't have God figured all the way out. Like we could have a perception of somebody could be so 
connect to God at one point and they turn their back on him and completely fall. Like we can't put so much weight in other people's relationship with God. We have to put weight in our personal relationship with the Lord. So in studying the names of God, I am going to link it below. Um, I, and one day, I don't know when, sis, we'll have to schedule it. You and I will have to have a conversation. Send me a DM, sis, about, I would love to like, maybe teach y'all how to study the Bible. I just, you know, my whole thing is like, I don't know how everybody would take that, but Anyway, I'm just going to tell you what I know. Um, Look up the definitions of words. When you're reading a scripture, like when the Bible says, be anxious for nothing, look up what what nothing means. Look up what by what look up by prayer and supplication. Look up what supplication means. Now, I will say this to y'all being in this room, I'm closer to the train, sis. So the train is going to make its way and make its way be known. Okay. Look up what those definition of those words mean because they mean something. Um, that's going to give you a deeper understanding. And I have to talk closer to the mic. That's going to give you a deeper understanding of what the scripture is actually saying to you. Also, if you feel like going deeper, go and get. Go look up the Greek translation of words. Um, if you feel so, and I probably will explain that in a whole nother podcast, but look up the deep, the Greek translations of words, because that will give you an even deeper understanding of the Bible. So again, much of our view of God can be drowned in disappointment if we're not operating from a healthy mind space. When we don't have unhealthy minds, if if much of our view of God is negative, and I'm not saying for those people who are in the middle of a trial or who are, um, know you're being developed by the Lord and you walking with God and you're constantly talking to him and he's developing you because I know what that feels like. It reminds me of when I was in this place where I was kind of deciding the stuff with my job. Like I knew God was developing me, but I did not understand it. And it made me feel super overwhelmed. I'm talking about like truly you have some things you're holding in, pain you're holding in from your past that you're holding against the father and pat and things that you have held on from childhood, things that you held on for your family, even maybe current things that might be happening currently with your family or your relationships or being single and having to you want a godly relationship but you don't understand why the relationships you've had haven't worked out and so there's this feeling of I'm going to be alone the rest of my life and God is just going to make me be alone and just it becomes this negative thing that it can be hard to feel at peace about because the desires and what we want to happen is still there but it can create a lot of disappointment and bitterness. And so our expectation of God can be warped and just not correct based in who he is. Maybe not the circumstances, but who he is. He's consistent. God is consistent. God is ever present, omnipotent, sovereign 
supreme. Who he is in his in his nature is perfect. Our world is fallen and sinful. So along with that, sin constantly changes. Like if you think about the enemy and the devil, and I'm not trying to get in my no type of shout out, but I'm just going to say like he lies. So he creates things based off lies. So everything is always going to change. So if coming to your mind to say, you're just going to be single the rest of your life is a way to keep you in bondage and torment, like torment really, and I'm about to look up what the word, because y'all know this is what I mean when I say you need to look up what word words mean. Um, torment means to fear physical or mental suffering. So if he can continue to cause you to be in distress, so some synonyms are torture, agonize, distress, agony. If he can cause you consistent pain by telling, feeding you the lie of, you're only, you're going to be single the rest of your life. Like he will do that to keep you in a place where you'll never get close or your view of God will, will always be in blame. And that's not who the father is. It says all good things come from him. And I know it can be hard. I know. And I'm not trying to paint the picture that is easy, y'all. But I'm trying to offer you truth to help you understand. Take these things to the father. But come to him and say, like, God, I'm struggling. I don't know where to start with this. This is why I say go to therapy because it's going to help you take the view off of God and make you look at yourself. How are how how is your view of God warped? How is the view of your ex-boyfriend or or, you know, I keep talking about relationships because it just keeps coming up in my mind. But how is your view of the relationships you've had or the jobs you've had? What did you do in those past relationships? What were the red flags? Did you and that person have shared trauma? Did you and that did you try to overcompensate for that person and it took you outside of what you desired? Like these are the things and why I say like it's not about God to the point to where we put the mirror up to him, but it's about us putting the mirror up to ourselves to bring these things to him. God's ready and available, like to be honest. But I can think for myself that my perception of God used to be so warped because of what I grew up seeing from my mother and father. Like my parents were entrepreneurs when I was growing up. They made a lot of money. I remember when me and my husband first started dating, he used to always talk about, babe, when we get older, we weren't even married at the time, sis. So he was like, you know, selling me dreams on the side because at that point we weren't even, I think we'd only been like talking for like a year or something. So I say selling dreams, even though he was like probably telling me like he wanted to be with me or whatnot. But at the time he was selling me a dream of babe, when we get older and I'm really playing y'all, I'm just, I'm just joking. He wasn't selling me dreams at that time. I promise. But when we get old, we're going to live comfortable, all this kind of stuff. And when he would say that, I would immediately get anxiety because throughout the time frame that I was growing up, all I saw with my parents was money brought heartbreak. 
Like, my parents were very financially successful, but through their financial success, their marriage was broken. There was so much deceit and so much, you know, they slept in separate bedrooms because they didn't get along. They couldn't come to an agreement on a lot of things. And so much of what my view of money and like have being comfortable when I became an adult with my husband was tied to pain that I experienced as a kid. And I didn't understand like why I was so wrapped up in I used to tell God, like, he's not my husband because he keeps talking about how we're going to live comfortable when we get older and we're going to retire early and all this stuff. Like, he can't be my husband. He can't be the one for me. But in all reality, my view of the man that who is now my husband, but my view of what God was potentially trying to bless me with and or my view of success, my view of God's blessings was warped in pain because of things that I saw growing up. My parents divorced when I was in my 20s because of a long-standing time of just just heartbreak and pain and things that they went through when they were married because all I saw as a teenager was we have a lot of money, this brings sadness and this brings depression and this I've never seen my mother be so sad. We live in this big house but we're not happy. That's all I was seeing. And so my view was so warped and I used to blame God like, don't bless me, God. Like, I don't understand why you're blessing me because this I don't ever want to be sad or I or I don't want to use extreme examples, but whatever your situation is, there can be a warpness, which is why, again, it's hard to deal with when you're in therapy, which is why y'all will preach this hell I'm blue in the face. God wants to heal you emotionally. He wouldn't make all those promises in the Bible if it wasn't true. He wouldn't say, be anxious for nothing, that I want to prosper you and not to harm you, that if I'm for you, who can be against you? Do not do not serve two masters, but because you will hate one and, and um, love the other. All these scriptures of promise and have joy in trials because he knows that there's not joy in trials. Like all these things, God wouldn't say these things if it wasn't for a reason. He knows he lived them. So I'm going to get to the names of God because I'm talking, girl. Your girl is talking. But um, to a point, when I started to work on not having... You know, I, I, I perceived the dysfunction as normal. I perceived anxiety as a way of life. I perceived that blessings from God weren't good because I always thought like everything is bad. Like it just must be bad. It's only going to be bad if, if I'm in it um, or I'm never going to. You have so much authority in the kingdom of God. Stop saying you're never going to start saying I'm going to be blessed. I am blessed. We got to start changing our mindsets. And I'm not going to say it's easy, y'all, but it has to happen in order for you to start being able to see the fruits of this. Depression is real. 
You're going to have to start changing your routine. You're going to have to start getting out of the bed. You're going to have to start changing the things you do. You're going to have to start going for a walk, being around people. You're going to have to start talking about those things. You're going to have to start talking about why you rely on people so much, why you're fearful of people leaving you. What abandonment did you you feel as a child to where now as an adult, if somebody leaves you, you feel like your entire world is broken. There's a root to that and it's tied to something that God wants to uproot period so when I started to work on not having dysfunction it was hard for me like the challenge of money like let me say it was a hard thing I was like but I thought money brings about sadness but truly it's not and I could get into a whole spiel about money relationship but It's about you dealing with what ties to the past. Actual work has to be done to make the shift. And you have to forgive. Much of what we feel, the disappointment we feel, is tied to forgiving God, forgiving ourselves, and or forgiving others. Or all three. Shame can make you feel unworthy of the love because you think that Or I'll say for myself, shame made me feel unworthy because I thought I had all the answers to my life, girl. I'm like, girl, I know what I got going on. You don't know what I got going. And our reality is the thing is I don't like I literally don't have the answers. And so disappointment is a breeding ground for bitterness. And I'm going to read to you actually what the meaning of bitterness is. It means anger and disappointment because of being treated unfairly. And there's a synonym tied to that, which is resentment. And all of the words that are related to resentment are irritation, displeasure, dissatisfaction, hostility, hatred. If you feel these things, there's some tie to unforgiveness in your heart. Has to be. Because I'll tell you, the current, the current Roslyn is joyful, sis. If I feel any like bitterness or or hurt in my heart I'm immediately going to the father saying God forgive me and if I have any bitterness or unforgiveness in my heart forgive me because I don't want a root to be planted I don't want a seed to even sprout sis and I bind those I bind those seeds and I curse them in Jesus name because his blood cleanses all but if you feel that if you're feeling bitterness and disappointment or whatever you feel towards a family member towards an ex towards your granddaddy towards your mama towards a church member to whatever you got to take that to the father and ask for forgiveness that's the starting point when we come to Jesus what do we do we literally say to him god forgive me i have sinned against you i believe you died on the cross for my sins I receive you into my, I I believe you died on the cross for my sins. I believe you rose from the dead. I believe you came to save me. I receive you into my heart. We immediately go to God for forgiveness when we come to Christ. So what makes you think that that's just the stopping point? You have to constantly forgive and ask for forgiveness. We're imperfect. It is what it is. Like, just get used to asking for forgiveness, sis. Get used to asking God that you feel some type of way from people. Y'all gotta stop trying to be so perfect. Like, you're not gonna be perfect. Stop trying to act like on Instagram like you're perfect and you're not. 
Stop trying to act like the people you're perfect and you're not. Stop trying to act perfect in front of people when really you're hurting inside and you just don't even want to tell the father. I'm telling you this because I used to live this acting as if I'm more Christian than thou. Like every day I'm going to God and asking for forgiveness. If somebody hurts me and makes me pissed, if I'm mad, I'm saying, father, forgive me. Because bitterness is tied to that. And what happens when bitterness is planted into your heart, when bitterness, anger, and disappointment disappointment is planted in your heart, it breeds. It breeds anxiety, overwhelm, confusion, all this stuff. Because there has been no uproot. So the tree is just being planted and you don't know what's going on. So, and this may not be for everybody, but I believe it is. In order to resolve the pain, you have to revisit it. And the revisitation may simply be stating to God, God, this hurt. This hurt me, Lord. And I'm not sure how to feel about it, but mend my heart. Mend my heart towards you. I want to experience your love. Because the Bible says, and I don't know what scripture it is, But Google it. Love covers a multitude of sins. You think about it. Like, think about it when, like, you you got in trouble with your mama back in the day and she was so upset with you. But when she came back and, like, gave you a hug and said, I love you, how you felt. You felt so accepted. Even Even if you know you did wrong, sis. So... Y'all gotta deal with it. You have to revisit the pain. Stop avoiding it. Like, there's no way, literally, sis, there is no way around unforgiveness. I'm just going to tell you that now I tried it. I took I took every prescription that there could ever be to try to relieve unforgiveness my way. It don't work. You got to forgive God. Well, no, you got to forgive the person. You got to forgive God. You got to forgive yourself and or all three. Period. Because sometimes you feel like, God, this really hurt. Like, I, I feel some unforgiveness towards you. And, and really simply, it's really your view of God has been warped. I won't even say forgive God. I won't even say that because I really feel like God is consistent. It's really about us forgiving ourselves and forgiving whoever has hurt us. Because sometimes it's even your own personal actions that have that can bring about some unforgiveness. So, you know, I I just truly believe you have to walk in forgiveness. You have to walk in dealing with the pain because it really hurts. So real quickly, I'm going to go through the last two names of God that I have gone through. And I'm going to try to be quick because I really don't want to make this podcast super long, but The last two names I have gone through is El Shaddai and El Elyon. El Elyon almost took me out. Like, I just, I'm still chewing on that. But El Shaddai, another word, much like Shaddai, and from which many believe it derived, is meaning breast in Hebrew. Most scholars believe that the name derived from a word that I cannot pronounce, meaning mountain, suggesting strength and power. This refers to God completely nourishing, satisfying, 
supplying his people with all their needs as a mother would her child. Connected to the word for God is ill. This this donates a God who freely gives nourishment and blessing. He is our sustainer. So let's just go through some of these words. So nourishing, satisfying, supplying his people with all their need as a mother with his child. So El Shaddai means all sufficient one. I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't give what the what El Shaddai is the is all sufficient one. If we're gonna go through nourishing, God so nourishing means containing substances necessary for growth, health, and good condition. God wants to provide you growth, health, and good condition. Satisfying means giving fulfillment or pleasure associated with reward, gratifying or pleasing. God wants to give you fulfillment or pleasure associated with reward, gratifying or pleasing. Supplying to means to make available to someone, provide to adequately, adequate to satisfy. God wants to make available to you and he wants to adequately, he's adequate to satisfy. And so there's a scripture that ties to this with Genesis 7 and 1 that says, this is when God was speaking to Abraham and said, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be blameless. So there's a, another version of the Bible. It's the Amplified version that basically states walk means to guide, accompany, escort. And I took this when I saw escort. Sometimes we have to, and what it's saying is God is saying to Abraham, walk before me and be blameless. And so when I looked up walk and it said escort, I literally thought to myself, sometimes we have to escort God to our pain. Because again, God gives us free will. Sometimes you will have to escort God to that painful place. He already knows about it. Let's not forget he already is aware of the of the place. He just needs you to freely give him the space to be present. So this is walk before me. So the amplified version says with integrity, knowing that you are always in my presence. I'm telling y'all, I'm telling y'all, El Shaddai was like what I chewed on for a week. It says be blameless and complete basically means be obedient to me. Are you doing the things that God is telling you? Simple, 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 simple things he tells us to do. Forgive our neighbor. Love others as we, as we love ourselves. But the problem is many of us don't even love ourselves. So it's hard for us to love other people, which is why you have to go to the perfect source of love to know how to be loved. Um, I'm going to go really quickly to El Elyon and then we're going to wrap up. So El Elyon, and I know I'm kind of going through this, so please listen again if this is something that is helpful to you. El Shaddai had me turned for a week because it put in my mind that God supplies and is sufficient to supply everything I want and need and wants to give it to me like the nourishing part wants to satisfy me, wants to supply everything for me as if my mom would with her child. But even on a deeper level, girl, sis, I was turned when I read that. So we're going to go to El Elyon. Um, El Elyon means the most high God. Girl, 
when I read this, I literally was like, Whoop! I don't even have words. It's like, I don't want to get emotional right now. But El Elyon means the most high God, which signifies strength, sovereignty, and supremacy. He is the one of most strength. He is the sovereign God and he is the most supreme God. Listen to these definitions, y'all. So strength means the capacity of an object or substance to withstand great force or pressure. God is the strength to withstand and hold everything that you're that you're dealing with in your life. If he is the most high, if you think of the most high, that's above all. He has the strength to be able to withstand great force and pressure because pressure is too heavy for us. But pressure is nothing to the father. So let's go to sovereignty. Girl, this was mine. This was mine right here. Supreme power or authority. And I was so like taken back by the sovereign part because it means supreme. He is he has all authority, supreme power. And let me look at what supreme means is because I feel like supreme definition. Superior supreme means superior to all others. So God is is superior to all others and has all power or authority girl, to hold everything you're dealing with. Next, next is, which this one is the one that took me out. Supremacy, the state or being of state or condition of being superior to all others in authority, power or status. He is superior to all others in authority, power, or status. So the most high God, y'all want to say I haven't even gotten through the other names, girl. The most high God is superior to all others. So our care, thinking the devil is attacking me. My job is giving me all types of, he is superior. He is the supreme God. He is supreme above all powers and, uh, and all others in authority or status. Girl. This is why I said, sis, I had to study the names of God because Shookington over here was like shook. Okay. All the way. He is superior to all others in authority. He's superior over you if you allow him. But sometimes y'all don't want to allow him. But let let him in. Let him in, sis. Girl, when I read that, I felt so taken care of. I felt like I have all protection. I can't, I don't have to fear my protection because he is superior over all others in authority, power, or status. The main is supreme. He has the capacity to withstand any great force or pressure. That was all I needed. 
I was good after that. I read that and went to work like super happy, like not even concerned about driving in my car. Like I'm going to get into an accident if I'm just being honest. Understand this is the God you serve. This is the one who loves you. This is the one who died for you. This one here, El Elyon, and that's just two names. El Shaddai, El Elyon. So that's all I have for today, sis. I don't know if you're crying, but I'm going to go ball up on the floor and cry. Actually, no, I'm going to go to the movies with my husband. But go remember, remember your perception of God. Take an examination of it. If this is a lot for you, re-listen to the podcast. Talk about this in therapy. Deal with how you feel. It's okay. God loves you, and he loves you more than me, even though I love you. I was going to say I love you, but God loves you more. So, yeah, that's a better way to end this. (laughs) Anyway, I love you guys. I hope you have a wonderful evening, and I'll talk to you soon. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.